and welcome back to Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast. Today is January 27th in the year 2024. It's a Saturday, Saturday night, approximately 8, 10 p.m. After a uh, pretty long week, uh, eventful week, here I sit in the comfort of my own living room on my favorite recliner with my favorite dog, Bogley Boy. Next to me, he's all plum tuckered out because he had some rumpuses with his buddies today. I was sick all week, uh, or at least from Wednesday onward, uh, annually. Maybe every couple of years, if I'm lucky, I will come down with a, uh, like, a, I'll feel it in my larynx. That's my voice box for you non-anatomical types. Um, I will lose the ability to do my hoos, and it fucking sucks. And then people that are interacting with all day long are like, oh, it's, oh, sounds like somebody's getting sick. What, do you got a cold? What's going on? Yeah, you got to take care of yourself. Mrs. Oberst, of course, she's a pure love, taking care of everybody. She's all worried about me, looking in my eyes. You know, you have sick eyes. You take mucinex, take this, you know, take two of these, get some rest. Don't you think she'd take off tomorrow? So that's an interesting topic now, isn't it? Don't you think you should take off tomorrow, Aaron? Don't you need a day? Couldn't you use a day just to heal up? The answer to that is a resounding yes. However, I don't really have that luxury as a small businessman. And I'm not really of that philosophy um, personally either. You know, I've mentioned before on these podcasts, I like to work hard. Um, I like to represent. I like to be there. If my schedule is full, I like to be able to. I like to be able to perform, be, be Dr. O, take care of people. Um, I've been focusing uh, a lot more on self-care. Absolutely. I've been sleeping well. I've been getting more exercise. I've dropped more than a dozen pounds now since the new year. I don't drink beer or wine anymore, except for maybe if we go out to dinner or something, get together with family, I'll have a one or two, but it's not something I really have use for anymore. I have good relationships. I eat well. And uh, I try to enjoy my time off as much as I possibly can. But, excuse me, when it comes to work, I don't get those sick days. You understand what I'm saying? I don't get those, hey, oh, I got the sniffles today. I'm going to call out. I have personal days. I had somebody come in here, come in the other day, uh, Merck employee. Um, they get like fucking 30 days or 45 days, something like that, where they can just go, you know, they can just work from home or not go into work. And uh, yes, if I had that option, I would probably take advantage of it, although far less frequently than most, just because. I believe you got to be gritty. You got to keep fucking going. You got to keep doing what you're doing. You know, as long as I'm not getting anybody else sick, then I'm going to be there, man. You know, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing my job. I'm fulfilling my, my service to humanity. I'm plying my trade and I'm keeping the lights on. So 
Um, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting philosophy. I mentioned before about the notion of uh, being comfortable where others are uncomfortable. And so this week, I had to deal with some of that. I had to kind of sit in my lack of comfort and my discomfort and in some pain and some congestion in with a fucking splitting headache, you know, fucking snot rockets, loogies, couldn't do my hoods, straining to talk, have a conversation with people without giving away that I'm, you know, maybe not feeling so great. And uh, it's interesting because it was a mixed bag. Some people, they were none the wiser. You know, they didn't say boo shit or beans about it. And others immediately like, oh, are you sick? You getting sick? Well, what the fuck are we going to do? You know, it was only uh, a short while ago where with the COVID cooties scare, who the fuck is hitting me up on my cell phone here? All right, so let me return this text. I shouldn't be stepping away from this podcast. Let's say 15 minutes. My friend wants to know how long I should do this traction. I'm going to tell her ellipse or a little, what is the little squiggly line called? Kind of sort of 15 minutes. All right. Sorry about that. So, <clears throat> being comfortable where others are uncomfortable, keeping going, you know, driving on, uh, trying to make it work, and pushing through it. I mean, there were some moments this week where I felt like fucking literal shit. Um, a month, on Wednesday morning, I wake up. I'm determined to have all my shit together. I got it all staged. Come down, get a cup of coffee. And somewhere along the line, I put my phone on the mantle above the fireplace. And I went out to the truck, get it started, get Bogley in there. We're right, ready, about ready to head down the road. Oh, yeah, that's a good Mexican food fart. And I'm like, where's my fucking phone? So, frustrated. I run in, I run upstairs, did I leave it on the sink, did I leave it over there, did I leave it, nothing, I couldn't find it, I had to leave the house without it, I'm thinking, you know, you feel naked, it's like you forgot your wallet or something, so, of course, I didn't need that phone, uh, the only thing I really, truly needed it for is on the contingency that one of my patients or friends contacted me to try to get in, or, you know, sometimes they'll reach out to my cell instead of the office cell. But uh, other than that, I just control Spotify with it. But I had the office phone, so cell phone, so we were good to go. And we had cleaners coming over, first world problems, I know. I was afraid that they might rat fuck it and sell it on the black market, I don't know. So Mandy comes home <laughs> and finds it right where I remembered having left it. Although, half hour after the fact. And she brought it down to the office and gave me a little lecture about how I shouldn't be working. I don't look good. I need to take care of myself. And I said, don't get me frantic. You know what I mean? Don't get all, don't wig out on me. 
I said, I got a big freaking fat life insurance policy. If, if I die on the spot, then I've had a good life. I've helped a lot of people. And I'm the motherfucker that keeps going. That's it. You know what I mean? That's the way it's got to be. That's the way it is. You know, I just feel good when I'm in motion. I feel good when I'm doing my job. I don't want to be sitting in the fucking house, bundled up with a thermometer in my mouth, you know, popping Motrin every half hour. So that would suck dick. So um, anyway, I persevered is the good news. Uh, got to bed early last night. Everybody's home in the house. And I, I hit the rack early, woke up this morning, went to train with the Freaky Frosties. And there was maybe half dozen of them out there, a bunch of people away, or sandbagging motherfuckers. And uh, we've been doing this new thing. I take my son's Bluetooth uh, speaker and uh, put it in my little marsupial pouch on my sweatshirt. And then we will hike around this, this trail. It's like a macadam trail around School Road Park in Hatfield, Pennsylvania. So we start, we get in columns of two and we start marching down the trail and then I'll, I'll put some music on. It's pretty much a classic rock. So we're rocking out to the groove where I'm doing like improvisational, um, PT. So a bunch of different types of training to the music and we're dancing and carrying on and it's, I don't know, 35, maybe 40 degrees this morning. Thankfully it wasn't eight degrees like last week, right? So it was a decent morning to get out there and train. We got some good training in 7,000 steps worth. Felt good about that. <clears throat> Bid everybody farewell. Jumped in the truck and went over to the fucking Planet Fitness. And uh, look, from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I guess Wednesday, did I? Yeah, Wednesday I had a, a good workout. Is how to pick up Sam from the William Penn Inn. So after I got off work at 8 o'clock, I went to Planet Fitness in Montgomeryville and got all my steps, did some fucking working out. And then the next day, I felt like shit. So I didn't, I got maybe 5,000, 6,000 steps Thursday and Friday. And this morning, I redeemed myself. I got about 18,000 steps right now. And I'm here to tell you proudly that I have lost a dozen pounds. I uh, stepped on the scale after this morning's workout, and it was 258. That's down from 272. So 12, 14 pounds and counting. So I'm going to be at 250 before you know it. My clothes are fitting looser. It's kind of weird, you know, I was, I've been a, uh, a 2XL for, for years. And, you know, when you're, the, when you're a big guy and much of it's muscle, you kind of feel like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a 2XL. So give me, what's a size t-shirt? Oh, okay, 2XL. There's a little bit of a like, oh yeah, I'm a big guy. I don't want to be fucking 2XL. So now I'm, I'm confident I'll be a, an XL comfortable XL before long and uh, stay in the course with my intermittent fasting. Uh, 
<clears throat> and by training. Logging on steps, spending time in the gym, listening to good music, feeling good about the work that I'm doing. And uh, and I feel my body responding. I'm, I'm becoming resilient where, you know, of course, I've been training physically for years. But as time goes by, you start to feel like, uh, you know, you get older and you assume different patterns. Uh, maybe I just can't run anymore. I'm going to have to walk or ride a bike. I mean, I hadn't run in years, like really run, you know. I mean, I've shuffled forever. That's like a, you know, a, run, a little jog that you could barely, it's almost like you could walk as fast. But because of the, you know, the trying to strike a balance between different levels of fitness with my participants, I was able to do that, like a shuffle. Shuffle for a little bit and you hike it out. And that's, that's fine. It's a good workout. But, I mean, I've been spending so much time in the gym, on the treadmill, on the bikes, and on the ellipticals and all this shit, that uh, I've become adapted. I have adapted to the impact, to the cadence, the pace of my stride and all that shit, to the point where any pain I've had in my knees or my feet... Um, or my, you know, my back, just like if you, if you haven't run in a while and you do it, you feel like fucking shit because you're inefficient at it, you know? So I've been fucking hauling ass. Now I do this thing. It's called, uh, I think I mentioned it before. It's called sprint eight. So there's uh, eight sequences of like intervals, about 90 seconds of, you know, walking maybe three and three or three and a half miles per hour. And then, uh, then you go, um, it'll throttle up and they, they'll be the, um, treadmill will incline a little bit. And then I jack it up to five, six, seven, eight level, level five, six, seven, eight on the treadmill. However many miles per hour that is, maybe it is miles per hour. Um, but it's a good feeling to do that sprint and not have any problem and then throttle down. And feel like you can do it capably and your wind is good and your biomechanics are good. And I know that that has been helpful in my burning calories. Uh, as well as my, you know, having the discipline with the diet. Um, so, you know, despite some, you know, mild hardships, being sick, being stressed out a little bit about that, things are really good. And uh, no one's home right now. It's just me. Lily's at the winter ball. We took went over to take pictures with her and her girlfriends and their dates and families. You know, parents were there taking pictures and look at my little girl, who's now a young woman, and her boyfriend's there. He's a nice guy. Got to know him a little bit. He's he got her flowers. And they seem like they're really having a good time. So they're dancing the night away. And they're going to go to a party and hang out later. And now Sam, he's working at the William Penn Inn. He drove himself there. And when he gets off tonight, he's going to drive himself home at 1030 at night. And this guy is growing up. It is so incredible to have arrived at that point 
as I look at their pictures on the on the mantle just below the TV. Her and her cheer outfit and Sam and his football stuff. And, you know, one one part of their lives, one part of their identity. And how much they've grown from the time that they were little babies under a little heater in a delivery room where nurses and doctors come in and out with scrubs and masks on. Mom's sitting over there exhausted from delivering and, and that was our life. Our life has been since those moments to say we're born, supporting them and loving them and trying to show them the way and dreaming for them, you know, trying to just trying to make them good people with our experiences and our knowledge and our version and that as well as the family's version of of what it is to live a good life, be a good person. And they've made me proud, very proud. Sam on uh, Thursday, he got his, he took his driving test and aced it and he's out there driving by himself with some mild restrictions. Can't drive after 11 p.m. and can't drive with more than one minor, I believe, <clears throat> in the car at a time. So they're growing up. They're right on that. They're looking out of the nest. What's the world like? We've tried to prepare them and they're flapping their wings. And they're flying. And I'm very proud. I was sitting at the dinner table Thursday night. Again, not feeling so great. But proud of him. Celebrating and having a nice meal. And I just started crying. Just kind of lost it. Of course, Mandy, she sees that. She looks for it. And she's, are you crying? And then she starts crying. And I said, I'm proud of you, buddy. All broken up. Proud of you, buddy. And uh, so good things are happening. A lot of good things are happening. I'm proud of these kids. Mandy's out at, at uh, she likes to volunteer for shit. So she's out at the winter ball for North Penn. Chaperoning that. And she'll be hanging out with some of her friends and coworkers and shit. So, so it's just me and Bogey. The ceiling fan going on low. Looking into the computer, speaking into a microphone, and just trying to trying to be more prolific with my podcasting, with my thoughts. Really want to start doing that, you know. I've done a lot of testing, some sound checks, and in the office I've got a beautiful glass desk that I've had in the basement for many years, and all the podcasting equipment I've told you about, microphones and recorders and video cameras and all this shit. And uh, I got it ready, just poised and ready. And I just need to start pinning people down and saying, listen, <clears throat> when can you talk to me? I need a half hour of your time. And let's, let's, let's talk about some things. I'll give everyone an alias if they don't want to 
you know, identify themselves if we want to talk about some sensitive issues or whatever, <clears throat> or if they just want to remain anonymous, you know, I'll give them some, doesn't need to be on the record. So we'll see how it goes. <sighs> but it's kind of lonely in the office, you know what I mean? But it's a, it's a safe, secluded place where as long as I lock those fucking doors behind me, I can go in there and I can have a good conversation in that little former x-ray room. I have to decorate it. I have to spend some time in there. Maybe I'll go down there tomorrow and do that just to make it homey and have some little um, uh, tchotchkes, little fucking... Uh, show and tell sort of uh, conversation pieces is the phrase I'm, I'm looking for. <clears throat> Some things that we can talk about. So uh, that's just a little update on what's going on for me right now. So <clears throat> I figured since the kids are out and Mandy's out, um, that I would just knock out this little podcast and, and start start talking a little bit. A um, couple other updates, let's see. I went up my friend uh, Bear Bear Nen. From two doors down, uh, Bernadoodle, I always talk about, comes over here on Tuesdays with his buddy. Um, I can't say his name. It's Dasher. If I say that too loud, then uh, my confidant to my right here will wake from his slumber and he'll be freaking squealing and shit. He wants to play with these dudes. So, um, <clears throat> Bear Bear, uh, he got his nuts cut off. He got neutered this past week, and he's been having a tough time. So he's in this fucking contraption with this gigantic fucking diaper, and he just wants to get down there and lick or sniff or munch, whatever the fuck is going on. I guess he's a little inflamed. So he's medicated. He's uh, got some antibiotics and painkillers and anxiety drugs and shit. I don't like to see him like that, but I did go over it this afternoon. And uh, laid on the floor with him for a little bit and just snuggled. And I did that again this evening. So I took Bogey over there and we hung out just for a few minutes. And we'll see them again tomorrow. And he'll be healed up before we know it. <clears throat> and it'll just be fucking awesome to get everybody together again. Those guys are great. And I really enjoy my time with them. I enjoy this little podcast. I got another one. I just got a fucking... <clears throat> Do a little uh, skraka, a little hakalugi, so my voice sounds better, and I'm going to hit you with um, a little happening from earlier today, something I've been pondering. All right? Love and respect. Stay motivated. <laughs> <laughs>